Welcome to Covered, a health insurance podcast by the Montana and Mountain Health Co-op. Purchasing health insurance can be complicated, expensive, and downright intimidating. We're the world's first podcast designed specifically for you, the individual, family, or business looking to make the important decision on quality health insurance, told through the stories of our members and insurance experts. If you're looking for answers about insurance opportunities in Montana and Idaho and seek some inspiration along the way, we've got you covered. In this episode, we interviewed Kaylee Julius. Kaylee is a true rock star at her craft. She's a health coach, among many other things, at the Curry Health Center at the University of Montana, and she shares with us tips for keeping your immune system strong, breaking a mental sweat, and also why stress can sometimes be a good thing. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, this episode might just be for you. Enjoy, and definitely don't forget to tell your friends to listen, share, and subscribe to our podcast. We're here, and we're live with Kaylee. Kaylee, welcome to Covered the Podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. We're very excited to have you, and we were talking a little bit before the mics were turned on um, about your role here at the Curry Health Center at the University of Montana. Um, can you, for our listeners, just help explain um, what exactly your role at the Curry Health Center is all about? Yeah, so I am a health behavior coach at the Curry Health Center and uh, a health educator or health promotion specialist. So my role um, is really just to help um, students at the University of Montana um, practice healthy behaviors related to health and wellness um, and topic areas related to stress, time management, sleep, exercise, nutrition, kind of any behavior that you do day-to-day that makes you feel well or doesn't make you feel so well. Um, So I meet with um, clients individually um, through health coaching, um, which is a self-directed process trying to help individuals um, make behavior changes in those areas to Mm -hmm. help for sustainable, um, healthy, um, happy lives after their students and when they're students. Um, And then we do more um, just population-based prevention work out of our office on kind of bigger health issues um, related to sex, alcohol, um, stress, sleep, healthy eating, kind of all these areas that um, affect our health and wellness too. The health coaching is something that really interests me. Yeah. Do you find that people that come to you seeking your coaching, uh, coaching expertise, are they preemptive? Meaning are they coming to you saying, you know, I just kind of want to get ahead of my health. I want to make smart choices or have they come to you after some sort of uh, diagnosis or after some sort of I just walked up those flight of stairs and I'm exhausted. I, I need some help here getting, uh, getting back into shape. Um, both. I think yeah. that we definitely see both. I think that um, the population at the University of Montana, even though um, we are mostly thinking about traditional students, a lot of them unfortunately do have some chronic health issues. Um, and related to our student population, which is not really um, uncommon for just the general population, um, mental health is a huge um, challenge right now for our students on campus and nationwide. So thinking about things like anxiety and depression and other mental health challenges that really impact day to day. Um, So yeah, some people are very pre-contemplative about wanting to make a change. So they know they should. Um, It's really important to them, but they're not quite ready to other. And those could be the people that are referred to us by medical providers or counselors saying that, you know, you should enroll in health coaching 
would really help you. Um, but what we know about um, making changes is that someone has to be ready to make a change in order mm. to have success in that. Um, you know, they can kind of set less or non-action oriented goals to um, make a change, um, to prepare them to make a change, but to actually really be ready to take those action steps, they really kind of need to have all the stars aligned and be at a place that um, kind of their lifestyle can support that change they want to make. Mm -hmm. um, well, maybe let's talk, you mentioned mental health. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about um, mental health and how that can impact physical health and how those two things are related? Yeah. Um, so mental health and you know influences physical health in a variety of different ways, and a lot of people kind of experience that differently, just depending on the person um, and kind of how your body reacts to stress. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people have more chronic, um, you know, stress that can lead to um, anxiety and depression, or you know, it's a genetic, you know, it's just kind of like another chronic disease where there's really nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. um, so physical symptoms for um, mental health could be things like, you know, feeling really overly tired all the time, um, maybe like stomach issues, so feeling mm. nauseous, um, you know, stomach upset, other things could be just like, just feeling like worried or can't like, you know, the monkey brain is kind of something that a, a mm. lot of people kind of can relate to just never feeling like you can kind of um, get those thoughts out of your head that are just kind of driving you crazy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm not really a clinical um, mental health provider, but um, what we do know about mental health and related to lifestyle is that 55% of your overall health, thinking your overall health um, is impacted by lifestyle. And the other factors are things like, you know, your environment, um, socioeconomic status, I'm kind of pulling in some of my textbook information. I can't sure. remember the last yeah. one, but 55% um, of our overall health is really impacted by our lifestyle. So things like how much sleep do I get? How do I manage my stress? What food choices do I make or not make? Um, mm -hmm. You know, do I get movement in the day? Do I do things that make me happy? Um, do I have hobbies that I enjoy to do? Um, so things like that. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times when we think about mental health, it, there's not always a one size fits all way to cope and manage with those things because um, everyone's unique and different on kind of how they are impacted by them too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this podcast is all about health insurance, yeah. which can be a complicated and often stressful uh, thing to navigate. Mm -hmm. um, are there times when actually stress can be a good thing? Definitely. Um, so uh, we, when we're talking to students about stress, we kind of try to talk to them about stress in um, trying to make it their friend. So the way that you think about stress really impacts how your body reacts to stress. So mm. everyone needs stress in order to be successful and kind of do the things you need to in your day to day. Um, so stress, you know, influences your ability to get up in the morning, influences your ability to like, pay your bills or do the things that you need to. Um, so you know, there's really positive stress, bigger stress things like, you know, getting married, buying a car, buying a house, maybe buying health insurance, right. and then things that are more um, kind of more on the negative end that can really impact, you know, kind of your day to day too would be, you know, like a financial stress or like a death in the family or friends or things that are just kind of out of your control um, that are just going to happen. And so kind of the way we like to talk about stress and just educate individuals on how to deal with their stress differently is just trying to get them to think about stress differently and then take care of themselves more regularly. So when a like a unfortunate stress or a negative stress happens that they're not kind of 
already functioning at kind of the bare minimum and they don't have any reserve in the tank. So when something really stressful happens, they just kind of hit rock bottom really quickly um, versus someone that like takes care of themselves and generally gets good sleep, generally, you know, works out, goes on walks, doesn't have to be going to the gym, eats healthy food. Um, Their body physically is also going to be able to handle stress way better than someone that is not doing those things. Um, You're almost charging the battery. Exactly. Yeah, that I'm sure most listeners can relate to a time in their lives when they've been glad that the battery was, you know, maybe half full or all the way full um, versus sometimes when, you know, it's just one hit after another and you're, you know, and and life can get, life can get tough. Mm -hmm. Um, Kaylee, how did you get involved and how did you get interested in the topic of health? Yeah. Can you help our listeners understand that journey? Yeah, so um, I have kind of always been um, interested in health and wellness. I played sports through high school, and then when I went to college, I went to North Idaho College in Coeur d'Alene, and I um, wanted to get a job, so I walked into a gym there, and I got a job within the first week. Nice. Another Montanan from Helena hired me um, right <laughs> off the spot. And so I, I worked in kind of the gym field for a long time, and I still do um, just teach group fit- fitness classes here at the Peak. Um But I really fell in love with the whole wellness idea when I came back to school here and um, started in the um, community health major and just kind of learned that it's not just physical activity and nutrition that impacts your health and wellness. There's a lot more that impacts that. Um, And I did an internship at the Curry Health Center where I'm employed now um, working with my director and I really wanted to help people individually with these health issues. I really wanted to be able to sit down with someone and actually help them change their habits and their behaviors in these yeah. areas. Um, health and wellness coaching is a new field and it wasn't really well established back then. So we kind of piled this idea and I just really fell in love with um, how much health and wellness can really impact someone's quality of life. Um, I'm super passionate about what I do. Um, and yeah, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. There are days yeah. when you must leave work and say, you know, today I really made a dent in in this person's world yeah. in a positive way. Yeah. Uh, not everybody can say that uh, on a on a weekly basis, at least I'm sure. Yeah, um, that's exciting. Yep. Um, can you you mentioned you know a lot of people think physical and diet that's those are the big two and but what would somebody what might surprise somebody or what do you typically tell people that say hey did you know that uh, if you change this about lifestyle or if you made these choices or substitute this instead of this uh, you would have profound uh, health benefits. Is there something like that that you can think of that maybe profound is the wrong word, but noticeable or? Yeah. Um, it's so hard because everyone's lifestyle and kind of what they think really influences how much of an impact it will have on them. Um, but I would say that like, like a simple thing is like sleep, for example, I think a common thing that, um, goes out the door first is sleep. And, um, it's so, so important. Our body cannot function well. And me and you know that more than anyone else having babies recently, um, how much that can impact kind of the day to day, but getting good sleep and having a sleep routine and sleep hygiene is a term that we use and um, kind of getting yourself prepared just like we do with babies you know when you're you know an infant you kind of like form these really or your parents hopefully form these really solid routines around sleep where it's like you take a bath you eat dinner you you know read a story and you turn off the lights and have you know a sound machine it like creates this like sleep oasis but I can't tell you how many people like you know just well you know, digital devices really are really yeah. impactful with sleep nowadays, and and that's a huge issue. But um, you know, st- staying up too late, getting up too early, chronically feeling tired, having too much caffeine during the day to kind of counteract that, and then our bodies just like 
shut down. Yeah. And so just trying to make sleep a priority and, and trying to be consistent, trying to go to bed or just sit in your bed about the same time every night and do like a couple of different things before you get into bed to try to prepare yourself for bed, brushing your teeth, wash your face. Yeah. It doesn't have to be 15 minutes um, of a bubble bath by any means, just something to kind of cue your mind that is time to go to bed. It's, it's such sound advice and advice that I'm sure everybody can kind of nod their heads to, but also at the same time think, yeah, I don't have a solid routine and I, there is a screen two inches from my face before the lights go out um, or maybe after the lights go out. Mm -hmm. And can you talk a little bit about sort of people's identifying as you're maybe coaching people identifying, yes, there's this thing that I need fixing. Mm -hmm. You deliver to them and say, here is how you can fix said things. And then sort of that follow through and what you find um, differentiates uh, people that are successful in that follow through and people that sometimes uh, that plan uh, falls by the wayside. And maybe advice you would have for people out there that say, I, I do need to make a change and I need to make some positive health choices in my life, um, both so I can spend maybe less on health insurance, but also uh, just for my own well-being. Yeah. Um, um. So with health coaching in specific, you know, and there's a lot of um, science and behavior change and kind of the role of a health coach and how we can effectively help people. And the biggest um, takeaway that I can say that really impacts someone's ability to successfully make change is kind of what I was referring to earlier about how important a change is for that person and how mm -hmm. confident they are in their ability to make a change. So I asked two questions to a client um, that really impacts their um, success with their ability to make that change. So kind of on the um, topic of sleep, um, really trying to break it down. So as Americans, we're really good at setting very broad, very big goals mm -hmm. that are not attainable and that will kind of um, breed a failure at some point. Like Almost we demotivate you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so someone can do something for one week, two weeks, three weeks very easily. Yeah. So like I'm going to go to bed at 10 p.m. for the next week or two weeks. That's my goal, which is not a bad goal, but um, there's a lot of reasons why that might be hard and a lot sure. of reasons why that might not be a sustainable behavior for the next six months. So what we do in coaching is set a goal that's way more specific and way more um, maintainable. So like a goal in that realm might be going to or sitting in bed, not even saying going to bed, um, mm -hmm. sitting in bed by 10 p.m. two days this week. Mm -hmm. um, so trying to start small, it's kind of building that phone yeah. foundation. And then I ask the client a question, how confident are you in your ability to sit in bed two days this week? Um, and they say maybe a three out of that one to 10 scale, mm -hmm. 10 being very confident, one not being very confident. So it's not that they don't maybe want to, um, asking on then questions of importance on the one to 10 scale, they right. answer like a 10 out of 10. It's very important for them to go to sleep. They know it will benefit them. Um, but they're just not confident they can do it because of all these other things. So we would change the goal, change uh -huh. it to later, maybe a later bedtime, changing it to one day instead of two days. Mm -hmm. So they it can actually get success because even if they go to bed at 10 p.m., two nights per week for the next year, their health will benefit from that. And That's I think amazing. that people really bite off way more than they can chew and kind of get into this cycle. And our culture, unfortunately, really breeds this behavior. Try this diet, do this thing. Yeah. You need to do this to be healthy. And that is not, it's not a one size fits all. Everyone has a very unique path that will help them be healthy and it, it does not fit everyone. And so there's so much messaging in all these different ways that really makes it challenging. And so in health coaching, I never tell someone what to do unless they are asking for my advice. And we always ask permission first, 
would you like some information in this topic area? Because I believe that most people know what they want to do. They just need help doing it. Sure, um, sure. So yeah, no, I think that's that's really that's really great. Great insights. It must be fascinating to to work with so many people with different backgrounds and different uh, needs and health goals and and so your expertise has to be pretty vast. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I love it. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned the, the personalized and, and the personalization that there is no um, you know blanket uh, path for for this world, right? For Americans. Um, at the same time, are there some macro rules um, dealing with things like uh, living healthy and how they impact? I think we talked just a little bit before the episode about uh, immune systems and how to like, keep those strong. Mm-hmm. Are there some macro rules that people listening can take away and say, okay, uh, I will be sick less with if I kind of follow some of these macro rules? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of recommendations out there by places like the CDC, the um, National Institute for Health. And so generally speaking, things that are recommended, um, like I think it's six to eight hours of sleep per night, getting um, 150 minutes of physical activity per week, um, which is just getting your heart rate elevated for Mm -hmm. 150 minutes. And so some people think about that, meaning like I've got to run, I've got to, you know, do this like high intensity interval training. Bench press. Exactly. Um, So that's like for your heart health. And, um, you know, that is the recommendation. Related to eating, you know, like more fruits and vegetables, you know, eating a balanced diet. Um, There's a lot of specific recommendations out there related to that that we don't really need to get into. Um, You know, drinking water, managing your stress, Hmm. um, washing your hands obviously will help your immune system. But there's a lot of research around stress and and gut health and your immune system is all based in your gut. Hmm. Um, And so if you're not taking care of yourself, um, you're your gut is probably hurting and your immune system is probably not good. So you're picking up every yeah. kind of cold and flu that is coming like at you. Like literally your gut, not like, oh, my gut tells me I should do this. Like, like your, your gut. gut. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right. Yes. Yep. yep. Um, fascinating. Yeah. So so take care Take care of yourself. Is, yeah. yeah. Um, we are pivoting now into a sec- segment where we like to ask all of our guests a couple questions. Okay. Um, I think you've covered the first, which is on the, uh, in terms of just as, as it applies to advice um, in previous guests, we've asked about health insurance specifically. This is a such a cool episode because we've talked a lot about health. So um, you, you've definitely uh, given us some really key takeaways in, in that section. Um, what hobby do you participate in or activity do you, do you participate in that you would say would put you most at risk for using your health insurance? Oh, my goodness. That's a hard <laughs> question. Um, That's a tough one. We've had like mountain biking said. We had someone do Spartan races. Um, We had someone recently talk about tap dancing and ankle strength, which was interesting. You teach, now you coach over Um, at Peak Fitness. Yeah, I guess that might put me at risk. Um, Maybe. Maybe. So I teach like uh, like boot camp, high intensity interval training, which I'm not promoting. You know, the health coach isn't always the healthiest person either. (laughs) Like I'm not perfect either, but I do do that. I really enjoy that. Um, But I would say the thing that probably puts me at most risk is that I'm deathly allergic to hornets and I do a lot of hiking and a lot of outdoor activities. Um, I haven't gotten stung in a very long time because I'm very cautious, but that would probably be Be um, just like being outside, especially this time of the year. They're like out around so that's probably the most risky behavior that i do that puts me at risk how does one be cautious against long sleeves long Um, pants just like aware like don't like you know so they love like you know food and sugary things Mm. so like when there's like outdoor food um just like 
try to avoid like being around that. You probably hear a hornet better than like spider senses turn on. Yeah, like, there's a hornet yeah. around. Yeah, got to get out yeah. of here. Um, it's an annoying allergy, but that probably puts me at most risk. Yeah. What advice would you have for somebody that uh, listens to this and says, you know, this health coach profession, this wellness profession, this sounds really cool. Um, I don't quite know how to get started in pursuing that. Yeah. Um, well, I have a very unique job in that um, I I think the University of Montana is the only academic um, pro well the state university um, program in the state of Montana and in Idaho right now. So if you guys have questions, um, you can put my contact info cool. out there. Yeah. I'd be happy. We'll, we'll to definitely put that into share the show that. notes. Um, yep. There's also um, a national board um, for health and wellness coaching, the National Consortium for Health and Wellness Coaching, cool. and I can also send that to you. So there's a national board, and they have a lot of information about um, approved training programs and how you'd become health and wellness coach so very cool direct them yeah in. we'll make yeah. sure to include that because i'm sure people listening will say you know this sounds this sounds like a cool gig that kaylee's got um kaylee that's all the questions i have did, was there anything that i did not ask you that you're like oh I, I came prepared i wanted to talk about this and i can't believe kyle didn't ask me about this no i i didn't um we really covered come, it all yeah 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 covered it all there it is okay uh fitting because our episode is our season is called covered so this is good um thank you so much for being on our podcast we really appreciate it and we'll again make sure to put those uh, links in the show notes um really great great content great advice and thank you very much thank you